and we are back with another Black Widow Cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Real vs. World. And today, on the podcast, Baith, at Baith. You may know her from her work on Instagram. She is a music photographer and is quite a beast at that shit. She has shot uh, for, I mean, she's been like the in-house photographer for Rolling Loud for... She's done several of those events and has been able to shoot portrait shots of people like Lil Nas X, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Skies, and many more. And honestly, during this interview, I found out this crazy story. <laughs> There's this crazy story that she has where she got her shot technically at shooting uh, like one of her first festivals was with one of her friends that won Battle of the Bands and they got to perform at Warp Tour. And then she ended up getting kicked out of the pit for having the wrong wristband. And somehow through this insane exchange, a Live Nation rep looked up her work, saw that she was legit, and gave her a shot with an all-access pass. And that literally like sparked her career. Live Nation became like a go-to client of her. She worked on several shows all around her city, and, and it blew up from there where she was able to start building a career. She was shooting like car shows and, and different... She's like super in the car culture, which I'm like so far from it, so I got to learn about that. Um, and eventually she got a job at a studio, a photo studio, um, and a, mo- a men's clothing distributor as a social media, media manager. I cannot fucking talk today. Shout out to that. Um, stress from having too many jobs at once. We talk about it on the morning roast. Anyway, she's done a lot of work for Revolt TV, went on tour with Rhyme Sayers, state champs, and she's currently on tour with Hoodie Allen. Uh, so definitely go to one of those shows and, and start screaming at her and tell her you you love Black Widow Cream and, and now you love her because that's tight. <laughs> But yeah, check her out on Instagram. I'm excited to share this interview with you guys. Uh, that's it. It's a great week to be alive. Uh, make sure to check out the Morning Roast episodes if you're new to Black Window Cream and you're like, what is Black Window Cream? On, on Wednesdays, we do Morning Roast episodes where we deep dive into different creative topics uh, and try to try to answer some questions there. But Black Window Cream is a creative community that you're allowed to join if you would like to. It's free. Just go to bwnc.com slash join. You can join 6,000 of our members on Facebook, a private group. Um, and share your work and ask for feedback and do all kinds of cool stuff like that and subscribe to this podcast because we love you for doing that uh, I think that covers everything oh you know what you want to know how else you can support Black Widow Cream you can pick up some merch obviously shop bwc.com but you can also get the how to charge a client guide which is a 54 page guide that we put together uh, based on like the last 10 plus years of my life as a creator and what I've learned about how to charge clients and uh, make more money when you're working with your clients. So you can get that at on the web store as well. So check that out. All right. Uh, yeah, let's get into this episode. Right, motherfucking. Attention. If you stop this podcast recording at any time, you will die. I don't want to die. Do you want to live? Yeah. You have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die. I'm kidding. You won't die. You're just weak shit for not sharing. And the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to... Goes to... Black with no cream. What do you think? It's so fucking dumb and so fucking Ben Haggerty. I knew you would say that. And we are back with another Black on the Cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Rovers World. Today with Beth Saravo. He did Saravo. it. Saravo. Yeah. I kill last names. And most of the time, slaughter them. How you doing? I'm okay. You're okay? Yeah. Everything's good? It's great. You got your ice mocha she requested earlier? It's great. I have to break the news to you. You, you only drink with cream? Mm-mm. You've never drank coffee? No. It's not good? I really like matcha. What is this? A mocha. 
Is that what Do you, you text me? Do you not know matcha? Did you say matcha in the text? Whoops. It's okay. That was like a walk on the fly. Get no, you this something. is hella good though. It's hella good. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit. No, I promise. I had to call you out on, on camera though. So what? What did you want? Green tea. Oh, green mm-hmm. tea. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Mm-hmm. That's the exact opposite. It's okay. I need this. Damn guys, I look at this. us. Um. All right. So <laughs> this happened randomly through Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Twitter. I fucking love I Twitter. I know. It's crazy. Jordan was on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, that was probably like, I don't know how long Two ago that was. Ago? Two months ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he dropped your name. Mm-hmm. I think we were talking about female photographers mm-hmm. and videographers, creators in general. And he dropped your name. And someone reshared the clip. And I remember when he dropped your name, I remember checking you out then. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this shit's tight. Then they dropped the clip again. And I like started clicking through the funnel. I'm like, wait, what just happened? Because mm-hmm. no one mm-hmm. ever really shares snippets of the podcast that we don't cut out, which yeah. is weird for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And I listened to it again. I'm like, oh yeah. And I look at you again. I'm like, come. And you're like, yo, I'll be in LA tomorrow mm-hmm. or whenever it was. Yeah. And now you're here. Yeah, here we are. How's it going? Great. Yeah. It, it is good. You you have a slew of photo. When I prefaced this before we came on earlier, I was like, she covers a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. That's how I describe you as a, as a like person that uh, seems to be everywhere. Yeah. You've shot every yeah, artist. Yeah, yeah. You're at every show. You're yeah. at every festival. Yeah. You were just at Rolling Loud? Yesterday. Yesterday. Today. I, well, I left SF today. This morning? But it was yesterday. It was all weekend, yeah. How was that? Crazy. I don't know. Rolling Loud's like really near and dear to my art, my heart because it's like hip hop in one place. Right. So I really enjoy it. But um, yeah, it was great. It was Bay Area, so it's a little bit smaller than Miami or any of the other ones, but... Do you go to all of them? Mm-hmm. I try to, yeah, yeah. Are you... Do you shoot with... For Rolling Loud? For the team, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the team? Yeah. So, so they have like a whole squad? They do, they... yeah. And they're they're really loyal, which I like about it. Yeah. And I've been able to like work my way up and do more management stuff for them. So I help like pick the team now. Oh, and that's like, cool. I'll like do little baby interviews with new shooters or try to like guide them and stuff like that. That's but, dope. Yeah, it's fun. That's so. like a quite a bit of, um, I don't know, like responsibility yeah, to pick I like the right that people. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we do like a submission period where we get like a thousand. So people God damn. go through it and like some of it's great. Some of it's like you wish you could respond to them, right? Right. But, but most of the time it's like, okay, next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Or <laughs> maybe never, yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it, is it, do you, do you have the option to like suggest people that you think are cool? Yeah, we do it? just like straight up Excel sheet, mark them with a color on like green or red and then go over it on the phone together right on like a voice call and yeah. talk about it that's dope yeah it's cool so what yeah. was your favorite what was your favorite moment that you shot from this little skies little skies so good i saw the photo great person great time of day it was like golden hour right oh, before yeah. it that's yeah. the best and then just like his set goes off and he cares about the kids so yeah, it's crazy yeah because like a lot of the bigger artists they have the songs but i feel like they give up the performance sometimes hmm. where they're just like I'm going to let the song carry this. And he just lets himself carry it. And the music does too. Right. Because he's got all the stuff with X and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, everyone goes crazy when when Mm -hmm. he does all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Damn. So you, I mean, having traveled around, do you do a lot of the festival circuits or is it just Rolling Loud's kind of like your home base? I used to. I was like, used to do Gov Ball and like Flognaw, but Rolling Loud's been my constant because I've been traveling a lot more. So I try to like take time off or plan things around like the four shows they have a year. Right. That's pretty dope. I like, like I've never been to Coachella. Yeah. But I want to do that like that this year. I want to do Burning Man, but it just depends on like what my month looks like, what my day looks like. Like who knows, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd like to, but. It, I, I would love to shoot um, at Burning Man. I've never been. I feel yeah. like it looks pretty wild. Crazy. Everyone gets yeah. these, but I feel like it's built for f- shooting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
Like but also, I feel like it's the perfect time to put the camera down and like explore yourself and do shrooms. So, but I feel like you all, you're also kind of forced to because there's like sandstorms and yeah. shit, and you yeah. can't really use yeah, it yeah. at all anyway. For real, yeah. that's a, go- a good excuse to like not work yeah. for a couple hours. Yeah. So you're about to leave for tour with Hoodie Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, how long is that tour? It's the tail end of it because I had work before. I had stuff this month, so I'm just doing the October leg, which is like 20 days. Oh, dope. Yeah. Nice. And then home for Halloween, and then I go out on another tour in pop punk. Which who state champs? Okay, and Simple Plan. Nice. Yeah, so crazy. Yeah, Simple Plan. They're great. Yeah, that's dope. So that'll be cool. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And that's for how long? Another um, month. Another twenty. I I think it's actually like thirty days. Nice. It's like the whole month. Get home right before Thanksgiving. Damn. Yeah. So I want to get into like all. We'll talk about that. I just mm-hmm. want to kind of highlight what you're up to. When you got started with this shit, mm-hmm. when when was the moment you kind of picked up your first camera? People ask that. I, I'm sure they do. I can't define it because like. I've been like taking photos since I was like a kid. Right? So the answer is when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, like I remember in class, like taking. Remember the macro setting? Mm-hmm. I'm like an old Nikon yeah. or something. Taking photos of like my pencil and seeing like the depth of field. And just how did like, you get Ooh. a macro cam- or how did you get a Nikon camera? It was uh, Christmas, I think. Right. Yeah, yeah. I Steven Spielberg was my idol growing up, so oh. I, like my parents wanted or I wanted to be like him. So I think they got me. The digital camera because it was cheaper, right? And I was like, okay, I'm gonna shoot this, yeah, whatever. And then, yeah, that's tight as fuck. How? Yeah. Did, why was he your idol? Well, he directed Jaws at 26, so Legend. I was like, I was like, okay, like by 26, I want something like that. So yeah, it was just like, but like that you were just fascinated by yeah. the, the direction of it or like what he was creating. Yeah, I remember like reading his biography in like middle school. Wow, and just being like dude, like he'd like make movies in his house with like little army men and just like do it himself. You know? Yeah. That's pretty inspiring. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. So you kind of express that to your family? Yeah, my aunt, she takes photos. So she does like a lot of like nature stuff. Mm. So she always had like this big DSLR. Yeah. So that might have been where I saw it. Right. And then I just liked it a lot. Mm. I always like, I remember in class, if we had a project, I'd like talk to my teacher and be like, yo, can we do like a video instead of like a paper? So I was always kind of taking the creative direction rather than like writing or right, right, right. reading the book. I'd yeah. be like, oh, I just want to like make a movie about yeah. this or some shit. Or watch so, the yeah. movie of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. you read holes? Can yeah. I just watch the Shia LaBeouf special version yep. of it? Yep. Is, was it? Was it any classes that you took or anything like that that kind of like tied into you feeling creative or was it just you going out of your way in a class like that? Like, hey, can I make a video here? Or was there actual production classes that you got to take? Yeah, no, my high school was super chill. None of that. Yeah. But my teachers were very like able to like let us push that way if we wanted to really so it was cool that's yeah. dope i remember they we had like this bullshit media production class but it was like they had a couple of like dv tape video mm. cameras mm. and i thought it was so cool but no one knew what they were doing yeah. with it and it was like my first time to kind of grab that and explore like my family had cameras all the time too yeah. so it was like yeah. that but yeah. i feel like it didn't come into play with my life until Mm -hmm. I started doing like sports yeah where I wanted to tie it in what did you do that made it like oh I kind of want to use this camera all the time besides just taking pictures of shit around the house so we had this thing called uh the senior fashion show senior year yeah and there were commercials so like everyone their families come to the auditorium I don't even know how many people maybe like 300 people okay and um the seniors host basically a talent show meets a fashion show who are the sponsors so Mm. we go to like local businesses we're like yo we're gonna model your clothing and then like that's like the sponsor right and i remember going as a freshman and like seeing like these commercials that are made with the seniors right so they'll redo like a 
Orbit commercial or like a Doritos commercial and make it with like the kids, like just totally copy it. That's cool. And like a lot of them are really good. Like yeah. they'd remake vi music videos and I was like, damn, I want to do that. So I made all the commercials for Senior Fashion Show. Which is you really did cool. all of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Because no one else like did video. And right. I was like, I think I had like, I remember we did it on tape too. I remember like long nights of like putting it into my computer and like using iMovie to get it and then like things being corrupted and just crying. Uh -huh. and, like I lost so many projects. Fucking but, like, worse. Yeah, even day of, I remember we we did it off the camera. I somehow like put the edit back onto it rather than through YouTube because like technically it wasn't working. Right. Just like making it work because it was what, 2011. Yeah. So I was like. Damn. I, yeah, it was a long time ago. It right. Like, but yeah. Was it, was it something where you, you know, you start that and did that kind of become like a passion? Like, oh, I can create videos. Were you f more video driven then? Back then, yeah. Yeah, I like, I wanted to go to college for, for like film. film. Yeah, yeah. To be like Steven. Yeah, something like that. Were you, you know still I mean? passionately like, I want to, you know, yeah, be him yeah. someday? And what happened was like, I wanted to go to Syracuse, but their film program was like really expensive. Right. So I was like, okay, what's the next best thing? Like communications, mm -hmm. marketing, something where I can do both. So I went to a college that was good with that. And then... You got a communications degree? Yeah, marketing. Same. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Like Swag. it's like it's like the it's great. A lot of people have it, but, but everyone like, knocks it. Like we feel like we yeah. have to we have to yeah. like back it up, which is fucked up, all right? Everyone that's listening. <laughs> it hurts. It was still challenging. But listen to this, ready? Um, I remember sophomore year, my my uh, counselor I was doing the same thing, like taking every like project and trying to make it visual. Mm. And he was like, You need to be an art like think about switching majors. And I was like, I'm a sophomore, there's no way. I need to graduate in four years. You know? Right. So I like went to the art department and went to like the communication department and I like tried to finesse it and was like, what do I have to do? What class do I have to take to still graduate on time and get this degree? So I ended up getting a Bachelor of Science in Art Oh, cool. and leaving communications. And I remember I made that big decision and I went back to tell him like junior year and he was gone. He just disappeared, this guy. I don't even know his name. He like didn't tell me, like like had me change my major and like just left. So yeah. did you switch it? Yeah, I did switch it. So someone else filled his shoes and was able to help you finish the job. Yeah, but right. then by, by then I had like an art one. Right, right, but, right. But like this guy that like helped me change it just like never was able to tell him like I'm an art now. Maybe he's listening. <laughs> I don't even tell remember him his name. <laughs> but was it like <laughs> what, switching the degree, was that like the tail end of the of college that you were able to get a degree but you didn't really take the classes? Is that what you're saying? I like used the communications as my like electives mm. and then I crammed Major. in the rest of like the actual like classes to get that art degree yeah. in those two years. Oh shit. And then I got my bachelor's right. by just making it work, so which was crazy. Was there anything that you learned in that period of time that like reflects on your work now or was it just kind of? I would say just being able to delve into art. Like I was able to be in like a lab and yeah. like learn about Adobe more and just be around creative people, which was really big. Lab for what, photos? Yeah, well yeah, developing and not only that, but just like our computer lab was like open all night. Yeah. So it would just be all of us sitting. Kicking it all the yeah, time. Yeah, because we didn't want to be in our dorm. Right. So we'd be like with these nice computers and all this gear and just like hang out. What were some of the projects you remember like creating towards the end of college? Um, was there anything that you Art made? shows. Art shows? Like full curation of art shows was really cool. Like what? Um, literally just our art department would be like, okay, there's nine seniors go make an art show. Oh, so We're you guys gonna, will put an event yeah. together with everyone's stuff. Mm -hmm. That's and dope. Like, we'll give you a budget, make it work. Like, be adults. Like, rent a space, figure out the prices. Damn. Figure out your theme. Like, go to art museums and see what 
it, what it takes. So how'd you guys approach that? Were you guys actually like studying and trying to figure out what this would be like to mimic something? Yeah. Yeah. We, we would, Where are you from? Um, I'm from Rhode Island. Okay. And then school, this school I'm talking about is Marist College in Poughkeepsie. Okay. We're, yeah. Got so it. just a little baby college. But right. It was great. So there's yeah. spots around there that you guys were like bouncing around trying mm-hmm. to like mimic and there's a lot of like weird, well, it's right by New York city. So we were able to go into New York and see mama and be like, that's dope. Okay. If this is what a more modern art looks like, this right. is what we want our gallery to be modeled after mm-hmm. kind of thing. So was it successful? Yeah. That's yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, the, the final one was really stressful because finding a space was hard, but we ended up finding like this crazy loft with like natural light and then we built our own walls and we had like a nice walk through and it it ended up being really cool yeah that's tight that you get the experience of like doing event coordination and like curating yeah you know what i mean yeah and that's always something i've been big on is like taking it to the real world like my senior thesis i was like i don't want to like make the beth magazine because that's not real like a lot of kids would be like i'm gonna make a brand i was like that's not really you know what i mean so i was like i want to work for someone and like show that I'm capable of being like creative in the real life. So were you working during college? Yeah. Yeah. I was a bartender and then also just shooting. Like back then I wasn't paid, but I had a uh, stuff. I like live nation where I just be like, go to Mac Miller. I remember I saw him. I saw Waka Flocka or shot them. Yeah. Um, that's bigger, dope. bigger shows, yeah, yeah. How did you get in with Live Nation? That's a story. Is it a story? Are we delving in story time. Please tell. <laughs> oh gosh, this is like this no, is the moment. For, before we get to the story, I would love if you showed everyone your SpongeBob impersonation. <sighs> I can't. On she camera. told me before I we can't. started that she can do this shit. So I'm a Taurus, so I'm really, really hard headed. I can't do it. What if I tr- I try? Too. You can try. You can try first. Same time. First. So if I try a sp- SpongeBob laugh, I just don't know how good it sounds. Like after you, she came the in real mad one, confident. Yeah. She came in mad confident. Was just like, "Yo, I can do a SpongeBob laugh." Random fun fact, and then wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't stun it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's way better. What was the fuck was mine, dude? I don't know what the fuck my shit was. So anyway, that's the end good? of the podcast. Thanks everyone yeah. for listening. Uh, <laughs> and I'm out. Yeah, no, all right. I'm gonna be out. All right, that's tell me a story. Around. Tell me a story. Story time. This is if like anyone asks the moment that changes music photography for me, it's here. So, because were you actively thinking about music no. photography at that? It was more art driven shit. It was just like shooting. Sh- I was taking like photos of my cute friends. Right. Like Marist had a really big fashion program, so I did like three lookbooks senior year of their collections. And what were you, were you doing? Anything that besides just like behind the scenes style shooting? Were you like setting up straight sets? up? Yeah, we we would. I like scouted locations, yeah. and um, I dove into studio photography and learning lighting. And back then, it was just what my professor had. He had like a few backdrops and like crappy Amazon lights. Sorry, but that's what they were. And I was just like, let's make it work and figure out lighting. And right. would like stay up late in that art department and just like. Try, try stuff. stuff. Yeah. That's so fun. And so flashback to Rhode Island. My friends won Battle of the Bands for Warp Tour. Okay. And I had done their promos, but it was more like, you have a camera, shoot my promo. Like, I wasn't like, I want to shoot your promos. Right, but, right, right. And shout out my best friend, Eva. She was a band photographer, amazing at lighting. Just, she, she, she showed me what it could be. Mm. So, um, in that shoot with the band that, one battle of just the in general like oh, i met her okay. at college and i right. was like wow you're actually shooting music and you are on long island like shooting bigger people right so when they won battle of the bands they were like okay do you want to come shoot and i was like yeah eva does this i'm gonna do this so i get to warp tour they're on the small stage but you still need the right wristband so i go into the pit and first time in a pit and i'm like okay like what am i doing and i get kicked out because i don't have the right wristband <laughs> 
So I go back to the band. Mind you, it's maybe an hour before their set. I think I went to go shoot. I actually forget. Maybe Parkway Drive or something. You were just like there that. having fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying yeah. go shoot bands. I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I knew some of them. Were you on tour or were you just doing one offs? No, this was like this one is show. way this is literally Battle of the Bands one shot. They're they're just they get one performing. Show. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, got for it. like thirty minutes in front right. of twenty people. Right. So I go in the pit, I get kicked out, I go back to the band and I'm like, Hey, I don't have the right credentials. And they're like, Well, we don't know. Like we're just we just won. We're yeah, just trying we, to play. Can you still shoot? And I was like, I don't even have a seventy to two hundred. I really like, right. don't know what to do. So I go to production, and knowing now, having toured Warp Tour, having some chick come into production, like I need a wristband. It's right. like insane. Yeah, and they just yeah, were yeah. like, media needs to apply. Like you're not approved. I'm sorry. So I went into the stadium to sit and just like be sad and got like upset and was like li- sitting there and a guy from Live Nation came out with his card and all access pass and was like, I saw your website. I know you just really want to shoot. Oh, you were like right outside of the trailer. You just tried talking to them about? Yeah, got yeah, it. yeah. And he just handed me his card in the pass and was like, go shoot them. And I was like, what? And I like, the first person I shot was G-Eazy. Oh, shit. Warped Tour. Whoa. Yeah, and so then I shot G, and then... Um, did you shoot your friend's I band? shot my friends, and I <laughs> I, like, I took, did you get that yeah, one? Yeah, <laughs> I got that, but I remember seeing G and was like, whoa, that's cool, because he's really big now. Yeah, so. yeah, Damn. And that was the moment, because Matt was the hookup for Live Nation, so he was the one who got me into Waka Flocka, Mac Miller. This is the guy that gave you the card. Mm-hmm. Damn. And we're still friends to this day. That's like, crazy. He was in Connecticut, now he's at Live Nation New York, so mm. he's Madison Square Garden, like he's like the plug. So. Right. Yeah. Damn. Matt Sarrell. Give him the email. Love you. Give everyone the email. No, oh my gosh, I just said his name. (laughs) (laughs) Is it, was it kind of like, did you walk into the the trailer and be like, you guys, I'm a photographer, look at my website, blah, blah. Is that how he found it or how the fuck did he find it? Yeah, I like, I I begged. I was just like, guys, like, they just won. I need to get these photos. I promise I'm a real photographer. Like, I might not shoot this stuff, but like, this is my chance. And they're like, they're like, no, which I get. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, everyone's going to be yeah, asking for yeah, that yeah. shit. But so. I feel like at that, back then it was probably not as common mm. as mm. it is now because it's like yeah. insanely every... It's crazy. Like we were just at Life is Beautiful in Vegas mm-hmm. and it was nuts to see how many people were in the, at the show with like 7200s. <sighs> how the fuck are they getting into these shows? Like they Security, just... Security, I guess they're just... Yeah. Isn't I've, that crazy? Yeah. Just like casually have them, mm-hmm. two times extender and shit. And I'm just yeah. like, like standing right next to them like, Yo. what the hell? And a lot of the submissions for Rolling Loud, like bless their hearts, are, from are f- ev- either mobile phones or from the crowd. Mm. Like even this one kid, he's dope. Like he went went like and met all of us as far as like the staff photographers. Yeah. And like, I'm Ant, I see you work with Rolling Loud, met all of us, took our portraits and he shot this year. Whoa. Just from that. That's but he started like literally, I went up to him in the pit and was like, you were standing there last year. Now you're in the pit. That's like, tight as fuck. Yeah. So it, it happens sometimes, but a lot of the kids, it's just like, I don't know. To go off on a tangent, like a lot of us aren't there for the clout. Like I don't care about shooting Uzi. I want to like make art. Right. Like, I just don't want to post on stage with him. I want to, like, get the shot. So it's, like, trying to figure out. We just did a whole podcast about people that that get in, uh, that don't wear show blacks, and then they just post up on stage behind, mm-hmm. like. And, the- and sometimes it's, like, just being naive, which is fine. Yeah. But if I can, like, tell that you don't care about this more than your Instagram and it's not your life, it, it, it like, makes me a little mad. Because, mm-hmm. like, this, for, like, you and I have been, like, our, our life. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Whatever, wherever it takes us, it's, like, always, like, in my heart. So to see someone, like, 
Instagram's around. This is cool, right? It's right. Just, I sound so jaded. I'm sorry. No, you don't. Like we, so we do these things yeah. on Wednesdays called mm. Morning Roast, mm-hmm. right? And we dive dive deep into topics. And so this last one was about show blacks because someone made a post about it in our private community, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Hey, just so you know, I go to a lot of festivals and wear show blacks because people are talking shit about you mm. if you're on stage with these people. It might look cool to you, but mm-hmm. everyone that's in production world, look, you, you you're just, blacklisted. Know, like they don't like people that are wearing the fucking supreme throw over the yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Just to yeah. stick out and look dope. Yeah. It's not your show. It's this person's show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we just went on a whole 30 minute rant on that. We could do it right now, man. No, nah, so we don't have to. Yeah. No. <laughs> we, we took care of that for you. So you don't yeah, have to do it on yeah. this podcast. Um, but you, so, okay. Backtrack. So mm-hmm. this dude's the plug. He, mm-hmm. then do you reconnect with him after warp tour to show him what you did or how did I you? I think I just emailed him. You yeah. just emailed him. I think I might've been like, thanks. This yeah. is what I took. And I probably like was like, if you ever need anything, let's work. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, like any shows at uh, I think these Xfinity Center in Hartford. Okay. Come through, and it was like uh, two hours from my college, but I still went. And what What is that? How big is that venue? It's arena. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Mac was in the smaller room, but they just had like Santana and the Doobie Brothers, so they're okay. bigger. Yeah. yeah. They so had, like an outside spot and then an inside spot. So the first show that you did outside of Warp Tour was Mac Miller. That's dope. Maybe, yeah, which is cool. And that was the first, like, and no, it's Borgor. Borgor was the first, first. Yeah. From, but it was from just, this guy. Yeah. From Matt. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. So it was always bigger stuff that I never thought I'd be able to shoot. Right. You know what I mean? It's so. crazy how that shit happens. I always yeah. think about how funny it is. Like, yeah. if you just would have, like, got, I don't know, went and chilled in your green room Bro. instead. And just been sad. Yeah. Or not there. met Matt. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like how crazy it is that you went in and tried to plead your case Bro. and then sat down, right? Like you could have walked back into the crowd and got lost. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He would yeah. have never found you. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And I, I was like not really close. Like he found me. Like I was probably like a five minute walk from the office when he found Damn. wherever I was. That's crazy. Yeah. And the fact that we're still friends is really cool too. That is dope. Yeah. Because he's super supportive and super successful in his own stuff. So, right. Yeah. No, it's always good to have a Live Nation plug. Right. For sure. Yeah, yeah. They own everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they own everything. Yep. So, so what do you do? What's like the next steps? Like you're getting into concert stuff and mm-hmm. you're kind of into it. Yeah. Is, is that kind of like your goal now is concert photography? No. What was your goal mm-hmm. at the time? Because it's fun to do, but I don't think people look like I remember doing it and I I remember doing it just because I want, I like loved being at a venue. Yeah. But I didn't consider it a real job even though for I got sure. paid like trash yeah, money I, for it. At that time, there's so many different parts of this, but I was bigger into automotive photography. Okay. um, Which just came from passion. Growing up, I was around cars. Um, Stance cars. It's just like, it's a whole world. Stance cars, the cool racy ones? Yeah, but not necessarily performance, like race. It's more like how they look. Right, right, right. So I remember traveling throughout the U.S. with my friends to shoot these cars. Really? It's, it's, yeah, it's really, it's, it's. If you are not in it, I can't explain it. Like, but it's like, is it kind of like communities all over the place? You can oh, go to yeah. these events and yep. they have like shows, and you can just go see a bunch of dope ones that are from mm-hmm. that area or travel in. And for from it. there, it's like, okay, you have a crazy BMW. Let's link tomorrow morning at sunrise and shoot the car. Right. And then that image gets sent to Stance Nation or some blog or some magazine. And right. It's sometimes it's for them. Sometimes you just send it. Sometimes it's just for the owner yeah. who just wants nice photos of the car and they have a great build so you just know that that's a good person to shoot yeah but i was shooting a lot of automotive stuff at that time as a hobby or were you getting paid for something there of was it? money involved yeah. in that so that's when i saw that like photography can create 
money or how would you do it? How, I mean, what were you doing? Were you showing, were you having shot cars before to build your resume and then we're showing people like, hey, I would love to come yep. shoot for or, money? Or the opposite. If they saw my portfolio and they had the means, they'd be like, can you shoot my car? Right. Okay, yeah, let's, just like a client. Yeah, it's yeah, the same yeah. thing. Wow. Because a lot of these people, if you're building these big cars, you have money. Right. So if they want like a wall size photo, they're going to have to pay. Right. And um, I linked up with a videographer, so he would do video, I would do photo, and they would just get like a crazy, like combo from us. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So, yeah. It's it's a it's a wor- like world, man. It's crazy. How long was that? Did that last for? I'm still in it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because you got to think like, what's a better client than like Hyundai or? So Audi? you would be you know, so you're getting hired by the big big brands. Not yet. That was my goal. Okay. Yeah, but. Yeah, you're right. What is better? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I you know feel what I mean? you. If yeah. I, especially you see them. I just was at Pilgrimage in Nashville and they had a huge Nissan presence. Mm. Like these brands are everywhere. So, and since it's both passions, maybe someday it'll come back. But yeah, from there it was car photography meant money. And then the concerts came back in because cars are just, it's not a person. You can't interact with a car. Right. You park it in a lot or Find in a, a cool sunset, yeah, sunset spot Yeah, or, or you drive around and you just work the environment, but a person, you work with them. Right. So I think I was more attracted to that. Like I remember shooting portraits of the owner of the car too. Right. And realizing like, oh. And then the music, she's taking a photo of like Mac Miller is just like, what the fuck? That's so sick. So yeah. I think in my head it was like this little adrenaline that I was like, this is really, this is, I can do this. You know? Yeah. Like cars are influential, right? Like people admire them, mm-hmm. but there's like another level of admiration to um, music, yeah. Yeah, music and yeah. artistry or celebrity, mm-hmm. right? So, you kind of shoot so Mac was kind of the eye opening mm-hmm. at that yeah cause I being a fan it was just crazy to be able to shoot right and realizing photography can take me there mm. where where else can it take me um when, and it and then it started delving more into like the alternative scene like the Warped Tour and pop punk and stuff like that right so what were some of the other pop punk bands that you were shooting I grew up in like oh my gosh punk and hardcore and all that shit so everyone a fan yeah what um, warp tour were you doing what year was it do you know i did the last one the final warp oh tour. shit so yeah. do you know hope for the day yeah of course johnny yeah he was yeah, on a yeah. podcast early stop yep. johnny's the yep. best johnny's great the cause best. guys great cause hope for the day go to chicago try the coffee so i haven't tried it yet <laughs> i haven't been either fuck but, we suck yeah i know and she just wants tea anyway so it don't matter sorry johnny um yeah great suicide prevention cause. yeah huge definitely check them out mm-hmm. um and self-made too yeah it's mm-hmm. crazy so mm-hmm. you were doing um you did the last warp tour? Final one. So, wow. So now it's just festivals, right? Like they do warp tour, but shows mm-hmm. instead of touring it. Mm-hmm. That's so, so crazy. So they had two this year that I went to and shot Atlantic City and Mountain View. Yeah. Um, and it was just 28,000 people there for a day to remember headlining, which is crazy. You know That's what I mean? insane. It's, it's our dream. Yeah. Yeah. And That's so sick. It the reason I think I love hip hop so much is because it mirrors pop punk. The passion there, the kids, yes. the hype, people care about each other. Right. In most cases, mm-hmm. it's just like the same. It feels so great. I feel like it's a culture a lot of people don't know because a lot of people don't come in from that mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Like I was showing Dave a bunch of uh, like old band. Like, have you ever heard of Have Heart? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like Have Heart, are oh, they from like, no, they're from Boston. Never mind. But having seen these different bands mm-hmm. like play and growing up in shows like that and getting to experience the culture of it, mm-hmm. 
it like add another layer of skin to the music. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, whereas hip hop now, it's like everyone pulls up to a show. Everyone's trying to stun mm-hmm. on everybody. Mm-hmm. Everyone's only there to get an Instagram video on their stories of whoever they're seeing from a cool spot yeah. and then whatever they're rocking that night or whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't experience it anymore. Yeah. But I do like like Travis Scott shows. You watch. I, I loved watching his doc because mm-hmm. I'm watching it. And I'm like, doc, this is yeah. punk and hardcore. This is like it is. Or Post Malone came up from that. Yeah, Post is. You got to think of Lil Peep. Like mm-hmm. any of these really grunge yeah. emo artists, their big influence is Linkin Park. Like those. Yeah. It's crazy to see, and p- people might not connect the dots, but they're there. Yeah, they're they so are there. there. Yeah. Like any of them, even like X and his all his guys, right? Fat Nick and yeah. all them. It's crazy. Yeah. So okay, so step back. Mm-hmm. So you did. Um, you started bopping around doing this stuff. What, what was what was kind of like. Was it just working that connect at Live Nation and doing those shows, or where do you kind of like go from there? Because did you when did you start touring? Did you start touring early? No, it's been my first tour was Warp Tour, Final Warp Tour. Really, that was your crazy. first tour? Yeah. How many tours have you done? I didn't tell them it was my first, but it was my first. S- smooth move. I was like, yeah, I'm not green. Yeah, Take yeah me right. On seven week tour. <laughs> right. Well, it's like it's not hard to figure out once you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, they were my friends. That yeah. that was a friendship turned right working relationship, still yeah. friendship. So. So was that the same thing as Rolling Loud? Were you creating Loud, content for the... We pitched Rolling Loud. So I have a bunch of creative friends. Like if you're surrounded by creative people, we become better. Right. And wow, it might be three years ago. Two or three years ago, we just sent a deck with all of our work. It was a videographer and two photographers. To, to Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud. I think it was like Info At or something. But just I'm like, saying, is it the same? Is 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 uh, Was the last... Um, Warp tour, Jesus mm-hmm. can't talk. Mm-hmm. It was the last warp tour the same thing as like you guys had a committee of creators that were on the road traveling and creating content for the I tour? was with a band. You were with a band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who were you with? State champs. State champs, yeah. right. Forgot. They're great. Yeah. Was Listen it, to them. Was what was it how many stages were there? Was it like a normal Six? warp tour? Okay, yeah, cool. So it was like yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah. the same thing. And they were on the journeys, left and right foot. So it's crazy to think of how massive warp tour was for so long mm. and for them to like hang up the i don't know the reason why mm. i just heard about it mm-hmm. not when johnny was on the podcast he's yeah. like yeah the last one's coming up and i do all these speeches during a lot of the shows yep. and stuff and it's crazy to think of like how we would travel i'm from iowa so we mm-hmm. would drive up to like minneapolis wisconsin like crazy, chicago yeah. just to see these just to go yeah every, uh, you know like fuck every band played and you just like lost your mind yeah with way more people than normal mm-hmm. shows right yeah but it's crazy to see that staple like triple off or trickle off and like have to can it mm-hmm. um it just blows it'll be mind. back you think so because you gotta think music it comes in waves like right now it's like pop music and hip-hop yeah just like fashion it's coming back man it is yeah it's gonna boy bands are coming back and sync now we got bts and there's so many more but i'm just gonna name bts but <laughs> bts yeah or yeah. uh oh, pink like pink whatever black pink they're girls though. yeah but like, but groups, still, punk groups is are fuck. coming back. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like anything I've seen from them looks right? mad punk. Yeah. I have not heard the music yet, but really? I like the Coachella <gasps> shit looks fucking crazy. Blackpink is gonna change your life. I, Watch their music videos; you will kill yourself. Have you? Their music, all music videos from K-pop groups and shit. Probably like ten mil budget. Just That's what I'm, I'm serious. Like, it's oh my gosh, Blackpink, dude. Have you heard of NCT One Two Seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. We uh, I shot for them Stop. on their first show in the U.S. with Dave. We like flew out and then. Uh, it was blew my fucking mind. Mm. I've never like it was our first show. They played in an arena to like seventeen thousand people. First show in America, and they it was blew my fucking mind. Like mm. the fans go and their talent, 
They are so talented. They all like so. Oh. I did Chris Brown's doc. Yeah. They all can yeah. do he, how he dances. Like there's ten of them all or eight yep. of them. Like kah, 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 and I'm just like sitting there like what the yep. fuck? Yeah. Is, is the production crazy too? The production was Whoa. well. The production on stage wasn't that insane because there's so many of them. They're traveling here and they mm. did some stuff, but they had like a jungle gym and it would like roll out in the middle and they were all so yeah, it was crazy. They yeah. were literally like f- flopping around. And all of them were like going in and out and choreography moves like it's like sixteen of them or something, right? Yeah. No, there's eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. but they did have these wands yeah. that they sold. Mm. They were like 50 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. So the fans could get them. Stop. And then during the show, they had the wands and they would hold them up and everyone in the crowd would hold them up and they were all sunk to like the lighting. Whoa. And the guy could like... Taylor Swift did that too. Yeah, yeah so it's mm-hmm. like that whole shit starting to come up. Mm-hmm. I'm just watching all these kids in line buying this shit. I'm just like, oh my God, the money. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. The money. Yeah. Like yeah, I've yeah. never seen anything. I know. Anyway. Okay, so. So <laughs> what what's happening before you start touring and shit like is in between that is it was it all just kind of like bounce around doing the car stuff um so graduate college yep 2015 congratulations it's crazy yeah and i knew i wanted to work in either la or new york Mm -hmm. but i grew up on the east coast sick of winter man can't do it also new york just it's too concrete jungle i needed to be able to hike i needed to be able to go outside and i hadn't really been to la i think i've been once but i knew it was just warmer right so i drove cross country with some friends and gave myself i think like a month to like get on my feet and it worked out i got a job at like a like a photo studio like a high school one like portraits oh shit and then um la started all the crazy shit when was this 2015 2015 wow yeah yeah yeah. nice yeah damn i don't even know if that answers that question but but i basically was just like i need to go to la right yeah yeah yeah. no i feel you so did your your friends stay with you or or no i um I just made friends. I had like one or two friends and one of them stayed, but I think, I don't remember. He was just not, we weren't living together. Right. I think he was living with his girl or something. How'd you find a spot? Um, so many, so many oh people gosh, ask like questions about like how to move oh, out true. here. You okay. know what I'm saying? So how to do it? I have no idea. Um, well, it was like nerve wracking. And I also talked about this. I didn't start in LA to start. I started in um, Camarillo, which is um, towards Ventura. Okay. So I was, an hour from like here right, right, right. and then I went to Thousand Oaks 45 minutes from here then I went to Reseda 30 minutes from here now yeah, I'm in yeah, yeah. Studio City oh, dope. 15 minutes from here nice so I just worked my way up as far as rent gets more expensive mm-hmm. da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I worked at that like portrait food at photo studio which was great because she'd let me like retouch all night I could just clock like hours from like 10 to 5 a.m. yeah yeah just cranking out yeah photos. and she was just dope right and then I got a job in marketing and social media at um a men's clothing distributor it's like a website cool so think like zoomies but smaller right right right. so i was like handling all their socials and so that was my like whoops that basically gave me like the ability to stay because it was money right and after two years there and just realizing wait that was full-time like and were you creating content for them Mm -hmm. or oh you were so what was like some of the content you would create for them like lookbooks so if we had like the valentine's day campaign and something came out from billionaire boys club we'd just go shoot the new clothing on a model and scout the location and that's pretty dope. Practice. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, 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 it was and it was very on the fly. So I learned to be like, okay, my boss needs an image in four hours for a campaign, and I did graphic or I do graphic design, so right. I make the banner and everything and oh, get it dope. approved and yeah. just the process and socials and yeah, that was cool. Yeah. You're like a multi, I don't know, man band, however many. But I'm not great at graphic design. I don't like to call myself a designer. No. I'm able to like make a banner on a website right <laughs> yeah like I mean? cover enough ground yeah. to yeah, be able yeah. to do yeah get or them. make my own deck yeah, yeah yeah and not have to like worry about that right 
But after two years there, every weekend I was traveling, doing music stuff or mm. shooting other stuff. And I had basically like a double income and I was like, I need to get out of this. I needed to go full into me because it's so draining to have your boss wanting all of you and sh- shooting every day and then shooting every weekend and you just, you can't do it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I quit right around holiday season and start of 2018, I think I full time yeah Yeah. so you're yeah i mean definitely like when you're balancing two different creative Mm. draining jobs it's Mm -hmm. like that's mentally exhausting Mm -hmm. physically exhausting you're constantly pushing the limit yep and maybe you're doing stuff that you're proud of but it's not necessarily the things you want to showcase as like yeah you know your resume or whatever so then what was like some of the jobs that you were doing that made you feel comfortable enough to leave like who were some of your first clients as far as like freelance i did a lot of stuff for revolt tv which was cool. cool So they always had really cool events around the country. Yeah. Um, oh, I saw you were at Diddy's, that you were yeah. in Atlanta. You had your, your little... Um, I know, so cool. <laughs> your feature there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I think l- there's one in LA coming up as well. Yeah, there so is. That'd be I think cool. I'm... Uh, I don't know. I think I might be at that thing. Good. I don't know when. Yeah, it's uh, end of October. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping to do that gallery again. That'd Did they just cool. hit you up? How'd you um, get that? That's another story. Do we want to go? Yeah, I mean, it's oh cool. Oh my you gosh, got, it's crazy. Have you been involved in a lot of shows like that since you started working? That like was my, like first show where they call me like yo you want to be in a gallery and like that's fly dope. me out to see it yeah so that was cool that's incredible. like i've had work but it's more, been more like my i don't know for them it was just literally send the files show up and look at my work versus being a part of it that's sick. so that was cool yeah yeah, yeah. but, but as they far just as found like, you no so here it is ready i'm gonna paint a picture run it down do you like national parks I, yep okay so <laughs> i was in yosemite okay i um, haven't been i know it sucks I Shame. love national parks. You know what I'm you saying? You don't love national parks. It's four hours away. Have you been to you the know? one with Mount Rushmore? No. Shame. That's a bad one. No, I've been there. It's cool. You just look at it. Yep. You don't hike it, bro. Not drove, Fake. Drove right Fake. up to it. Drove right up to that shit. Have you been to the Badlands? It's right next, I think. Did it's you like go? Right, yeah, I went. Drove right through that shit. Like? Flew my drone. Oh, Bit, okay. Bunch of craters. Okay. Got a cool nice. little okay. GoPro selfie. It's on the internet. Okay. Shout out to Travis Lloyd for taking me. He's less fake now. He went. Yeah, that's right. How about Yellowstone? I think I went when I was a kid, but oh, I don't okay. remember. Where's that at? That's the one in Wyoming. It's like the uh, no, big, didn't go. The big thing and like the No, I would love pools. to go. It's that's got the little geyser one. thing. Oh, big geyser. It's huge, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes oh. off every like 40 minutes. All right. So no, I'm, I'm not really fucking with natural <laughs> parks like you. Sorry. So painting a picture. Um, there's this, my favorite hike in Yosemite is Taft Point and the best time to catch it is sunrise. So we went out there at like 3am to catch the sunrise and we're walking out, it's dark. We see this kid by himself in like urban clothing at like Taft Point, which is like a point, like Like rocks. Yeah. Yeah. And start talking to him. He has a camera. I think he was doing long exposures or something. Right. Um, and we're just like, what are you doing here? Because he's not in like hiking clothing. He's it's just weird yeah. that he's alone. Right. And he ends up being really cool. And he is Diddy's photographer. <laughs> What's his name? Kaido. He was on the podcast Bull. too. Wait, really? He was out there in the woods just chilling. Straight up, he had time off tour and like took a flight. <laughs> Him out. That shit would be funny as fuck to see, bro. Right? That would be funny as right? fuck to see you out there on a cliff just chilling. Yeah, and. So we were doing long exposures. We ended up taking photos of each other. We had a car and he didn't. So I remember driving him around, showing him places. Because on foot in Yosemite, you're fucked. Like, yeah, what were you thinking? Was he trying to Uber to another He Ubered to it, bro. <laughs> and imagine this kid in urban clothing, like, 
I Ubered to Yosemite. I'm like, you're crazy. He's the boy. So yeah, it would just like a, it's like a great friendship. Now. Yeah. He's the best. So he's, cool. And he's so young. Yeah. It's he's so young cool. as fuck. Yeah. Him, he, him sharing, he yeah. shared his Diddy story on here. It's like my, Bro. one of my favorite, the funniest things I've ever heard. Like, Bro. It's the funniest shit. Yeah. One of my, yeah. One of my favorite parts of any podcast I've ever done. Ugh. So, so anyway, meeting him. Yeah. That, now it makes sense. Opens the doors to revolt kind of, but I had already been talking to them. But it just was like that that second thing of like, mm-hmm. oh, like if they really need something, Kaido can put the word in or whatever. Right. So I started doing stuff. I remember doing their RMC Revolt Music Conference, which was crazy. They like honored um, Queen Latifah. Mm. And, um, and you were shooting it? I shot it. And we all, we all had to dress up. It was really formal. And right. I was at a table, I think a year and a half ago, with SZA and Daniel Caesar. Oh, dope. Before they were like as big. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. right before they popped off. Right. And it was just like crazy to be like, did you know her at the time yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, just hearing them and it was acoustic it was really beautiful right but um yeah so revolt i did a ton of stuff for them i was doing stuff for rhyme sayers oh cool yeah yeah yeah. i saw it so you directed a music video yeah with Mm -hmm. with, um atmosphere yeah that's tight as fuck yeah and dumb atlas how how uh stories um i I mean they're minnesota prodigies like i know but like slug has been in my heart since i was young yeah um and i tweeted at him when southsiders came out because it came out on my birthday so i think i i was at college and his release show was in new york city and i tweeted your release show is on my birthday i would love to take portraits of you or something twitter and he looked at my he i remember asking him like why did you say yes he's like i don't really click links but i clicked yours and some for some reason i was feeling nice and was had you out i remember in the green room Oh my gosh. I lugged like lights from like the station to the venue, like me by myself with like a pelican and lights. And then a journalist came and she just had a flash and he was like, yo, like you, you want this. So I remember setting up like the lights and like taking crazy portraits of him and Anthony. Damn. Yeah. And then, um, and just being like, I was just so happy and excited. Yeah. Um, and that relationship stands to this day. I do a lot of work for them. That's tight as fuck. It's just like a friendship at this point. Right. So, yeah. but you directed it. Was it a music video? Yeah, yeah. So they were touring, um, and I just went out on tour and shot. Right. And then we did some like stuff that I curated a little more, like let's walk by the LA River, and yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So, have yeah. you? What's like? What would you say the percentage of video to photo is that you do? Um. So videography, I have such good friends who are like cinematographers. I hate to say that I am one. I'm right. not. Feel they that. are amazing. So I am learning and mm. slowly learning and i know it's something that's going to make me more valuable and it's something i really enjoy obviously it's from when i was young it's yeah. something i've always wanted to do so i'm learning learning about gear and editing and all this stuff but right now it's like 70 30 right yeah sometimes projects like that full video like full send let's go and i yeah. just make it happen but it's on tour i try to do more, like a lot more of it but was for hoodie are you doing yeah both? so Yes, I am. But we also had a videographer who shot, like, he's on tour right now. Mm-hmm. So the first two weeks were with a videographer who were going to post, like, pa- P- af- yeah. during that part. Because every show looks the same. Yeah, maybe. yeah, right, right. And right. I'm going to do photo and we're going to do both. Right. And I'll add to it. But I don't have the pressure of being like, okay, do a recap every three days. It's the worst. Which I should do because it yeah, makes but you better. But it's, it'll. But something suffers. It's either not great or my photos are worse mm. or I'm, like, cranky. And there's like 
something's got to give. So I like being able to work with someone who understands that like, you can't be photo video for the same rate and you just have to like make it work. Right, I know. <laughs> and that's every everyone nowadays. Can you do both? I can. But yeah. If you really want it, you know what I mean? It's right. Just, it's just different. Well, and I feel like it's definitely harder for photographers to book a tour just doing photography. Yeah. It's like very, very, because too many people are coming and they know the, when everyone figured out the DSLRs means photo and video mm-hmm. capability, like it was over with. As mm-hmm. soon as you can do both, Mm-hmm. Like I, I had my 7D was like my first camera I ever bought, mm-hmm. like my real camera. And I would always call myself a videographer mm-hmm. and not a photographer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I make movies. I want to make movies. Mm-hmm. But then I'd be shooting shows and doing photos. Like, are you the photographer at this venue? I'm like, mm-hmm. no, nah, man, I'm shooting videos, but I took a photo of you and mm-hmm. I never realized that I was like mm-hmm. getting into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think that it helps out. It helped out later on when I started touring. Cause it was like, mm-hmm. oh cool. This dude can do everything. Yeah. Like just have him do everything. Yeah. But yeah, like it is. Rosie. Yes. He, he, he fucking killed it. And I think he labels himself as a photographer who shoots video. I forgot. He explained it one time mm. about how he labels himself as one or the other. But he's definitely more of a videographer. But but now now he's like a direct. Like yeah. to me, it's like when we make he's these titles for the podcast, it's like, all right, he's a director, a videographer, a photographer. Yeah. But it's real. Graphic, you know what I mean? Because like, there's the kids who come up to you and it's just like, I do all this. Yeah. But he does it. Yeah. He he's can really good at do it. it. He's so smart. I know. He's a beast. Yeah. And he drives mad far to get MGK's house every day. Yep. Mm-hmm. So OC far. to Hollywood. It's incredible. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, dog, yeah. that's wild ass movies. Like, I always yeah. listen to podcasts and shit. I'm like, yep. all right, damn. Yeah. Um, okay. So you start doing that, making money, right? Mm-hmm. As you start getting into it farther, it's like you shoot atmosphere, you're shooting like different artists like that. Mm-hmm. What, what other things were happening that, you know, you're kind of exploding on that were picking up steam for you and making you feel comfortable to continue doing it. Hey guys, I want to do stop this episode real quick to tell you about our Patreon. Our Patreon is a way for you to support this Black with No Cream podcast, the private community and everything that we do behind the scenes to create content for y'all. If you are interested in doing that, you can go to patreon.com slash black with no cream where you get instant access to our private Discord channel, which is like a, I don't know, just a better version of the Facebook group, I guess. I'm in it all the time. So if you have questions for me, you can go there and ask. We have uh, live streams every single month, two live streams every single month. We have bonus podcast episodes there's tons of great stuff in there and you get access to the how to charge client guide so if you're interested in doing that help us keep the lights on we appreciate it uh it's patreon.com slash black window cream all right let's get back to this episode because it's like i think, I think one thing that people deal with and yeah. you tell me is the idea like okay so everyone looks at these jobs as like a glamorous mm. fucking it's not it's not it's also I don't think people realize that you like take this risk of like you quit your job mm. that was seemed safe mm-hmm. to, and I don't know if you had benefits at that job. Maybe I don't know, but like people, you know, normal people mm-hmm. <laughs> work jobs that they have security, they have 401ks, this, all this shit that they're just good, Off right? Time. Off time. Yeah. They know mm-hmm. when their vacations are, yeah. they know how long they are. Mm-hmm. They know they can go spend that money to go on vacation yeah. or Hawaii or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. And we go the opposite route where we get to go do all that shit more than they do, mm-hmm. right? But it's still continuously stressful and you never know when the next job's coming. Mm-hmm. Does that fear ever bug you? No, because it's like fight or flight. Mm-hmm. And I, even if I'm constantly in fight mode, it's, that, it's what you need mm-hmm. to just keep being successful, I think. Right. So, I, uh, yeah, to like knock on wood, I haven't had the moment where it's been like, I'm poor or something and obviously there's weeks and months that are worse than others but there's some like 
little thing happening where everything's lining up right now mm. and it's just great right but yeah i definitely get nervous and there's more things i wish i could do or you know what i mean you turn down one thing for another but yeah what, what would you suggest to someone that's getting into it and they're feeling the anxiety of mm. not booking jobs because you got re- you yeah. got really into it and you've been periodically always <clears throat> finding the right clients right? yeah so what would you recommend to someone that's like struggling to figure that yeah. out my Go. number one thing relationships people I have from day one like tried to tell the client that I care about them mm. and I try not to work with people that I don't necessarily care about so like Soundset rhyme sayers great people right let's meet the CEO let's meet the marketing the chief marketing officer whatever and and just be a, be their friend and right. see if you like get along and have the same mindset and then you're not forgotten they're the first person that oh we need this music video for atmosphere and we need someone in LA right there she is yeah something like that I, I always try to make sure people know who I am past photographer and my abilities and I keep the relationships up I check on them right I'll send an animal arrangement you know what I mean I'm just like I need people to remember me yeah yeah that's a good idea yeah so it's just, I mean it's a client yeah, it's right. a relationship just right. like you give someone presents on Christmas I feel like it means a lot if you're like oh yeah I am taking all your money but thank you right so I don't know I, I just try to like make sure people like know I care and I'm not just after it right so because if, if you come into a festival and you're like okay see you next year and then you talk to them the month before like there's 40 million people they could have met in that year yeah and they're like well this person's like a little bit more personable or and my homie's shooting now and yeah. they're really good and yeah. I want to bring them on yeah so whether it's I'm never like like sucking them off that's a terrible way to say it but I'm, I'm just like I just care about them. Right. Like if I, I like don't know you that well, but I, I feel like we could get along. Totally. And if I feel that I'm going to keep you. Right, right. Right. Yeah. And put my energy into that relationship. There was a book I read when I was, I don't know when, but, uh, what stuck out to me the most out of this whole book was it was like this long story short. It was like this kid who was broke, poor as fuck, whatever. Mm-hmm. And wanted to get out of that situation because his whole family has always been in that situation. And so he started working at a golf course and was like a caddy for a rich family and just went out of his way to like make everything as good as possible for them at all times. But he was like too young to understand hospitality, but he knew that he wanted to be involved to the point where they ended up like paying for his college and all Mm -hmm. this shit, long story like that. But his main takeaway is like, like give to everyone else without any expectation in return. That's just mad key to me, right? Yeah. And I feel like just even the idea of reaching out, like that's such a good tip Mm -hmm. to people to like think of going out. I always call just past clients all the time just to be like, what's up? Yeah. What are you doing? Like, what are you going on? Like, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because they're like, oh shit, you're thinking about me. Yeah. Or even having a traveling schedule like me, if I'm back, I'll be like, yo person, I'm in LA from here to here. And like, wait, we have a project for you. Or I can't get mad at my friends who are videographers if they don't hire me for whatever. If they don't know them around. Right. They're, they're, they're like, on their budget just trying to get this done they're not gonna be like who's beth around right just like no like i'm here yeah hello yeah and i don't know you know fire trucks and shit it's okay it's la they drive by um what i was reading was i think it was a blog post that you wrote Mm -hmm. and it was about being a woman in a male-driven industry Mm -hmm. so i would love to talk to you about that because i talked to raven about that and and i just think that I, I always get mad that there's I don't know enough women in the industry mm-hmm. to make the podcast like every other is a girl and a guy a mm-hmm. girl and a guy you know what I mean like it's never yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. but 
to me, I, I was looking at like even our analytics on black on black window cream, like in the Facebook group oh, and shit. Yeah. I'm like, man, it, it's always been like it's just like a thick male presence in mm-hmm. this shit, right? Mm-hmm. So when competing as a woman in this game, what are some of the challenges you faced coming into it? I mean, you told me about a podcast that you were on. Did we talk about that on this, or was that before we started recording? Before we started, yeah. Uh, which is called "Was That Good for You?" Yeah, was that good for you? You Raya? were on that podcast, yeah. and what was the topic you guys talked about? Sex and relationships, and it was about touring and or being in music. Long distance relationships, and I was on it with someone else who tours, and we just like kind of countered off our opinions on what it's like to try to maintain during tour, right? Which is whether it's a relationship or a hookup or right. dating on the road or. Yeah any of that that's cool yeah it was great so okay so what's your opinion um like what have been some of the challenges that you faced or have you have has there not really been i've been thinking about this a lot lately yeah actually because i thought it might come up as a question well and i hate to like put it as like boo who i'm a girl because that's not the best way to look at it if you pigeonhole yourself as i'm a female photographer i'm just a photographer yeah i try to think of it like that of course there's little things like not being taken seriously security thinking you're a groupie well i loved you said you like walk on a set and people think you're makeup art like a makeup Yo, artist a or lot. yeah or and you'll I, have your assistant who's a male and you yep. guys walk on set and they go to they talk to him they yeah. look at him at least that's crazy huh? yeah but like i don't want to boohoo myself because there's probably so many people who get that in so many other ways well, and it's also, like I said, it seems to be overly populated with men. So you're yeah. almost, like, you're mm-hmm. commonly seeing men fill different yeah. positions and all of a sudden a female comes in and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry. Like they yep. didn't realize that like mm-hmm. normally it's a bunch of dudes that have come and filled that job, you know? Or the same thing could be said about, I've been on bigger sets where it's all old people, mm. like 50 plus who are just OG and then we come on and they're like, who's this kid yeah. with the DSLR? Like right. that's not a red, right. but we're still making crazy content right so that they'll never see yeah i know right <laughs> but i i like to think of it as like we're the next generation and i don't know but as far as being a girl in it um it brings a lot of good honestly i feel like i'm more remembered mm-hmm. i feel like i bring like a different viewpoint and a, a bit of comfort to someone like let's say someone's backstage like uzi right and i go up security's not like bro Right. Like, oh, she's a chick. Yeah, so that's yeah. my first. I broke that wall down. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. I go up and I'm really kind and I'm sweet and I'm like, hey, I'd love to take a portrait of you. Another wall down. Hmm. If a guy came up, it is it's way a different. different. Yeah. Or even that relationship, like following up, like I can talk to someone and like have coffee with them and it might be a little bit easier since I'm a girl right. to just have those conversations yeah. rather than like dude to dude. There's like this. There might be. I don't know. I'm not a dude, but this little bit of like a. I don't know, guys. Well, yeah, I think it's like the complex of letting your guard down, especially as an artist who yeah. has so much to lose for mm-hmm. doing that. You know, you have to trust the right people mm-hmm. or feel like you can be trusted. And I don't know why. It's just, yeah. it's always easier to talk to girls. Yeah, right? It's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just yeah. way, way yeah. easier to be who you want to be inside mm-hmm. versus, and I see a lot of people struggle with that. Mm-hmm. I personally, I, I can talk to dudes about whatever. Like, I feel like I'm open enough to be able to talk like that mm-hmm. shit to people. But I totally get the aspect of like feeling uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and and that's a super win for you yeah or working with a female Mm. like i can be in the dressing room yeah or tell her about her her makeup right or plan that shoot and be like oh we're gonna shoot with this can you wear that or can you like pull your shirt like this or like look like this that's really pretty like a guy i don't know if they have that sometimes they do. well it's like also it's like uncomfortable or whatever like yeah. I, like yeah Beyonce would have when we were with her she had like her quick change and yeah. shit so like the girls would go in and of course take care of that yeah. you know what I mean it was just mm-hmm. easier to just not make it a thing yeah um but yeah I get it 
Yeah. Huh. It's great. It's such a good thing that I hate to say I'm I'm a girl. Right. And that interview is awesome. But I think since then, that was maybe like a year ago, I've tried to shift my minds up a little bit. Like mm. I'm just as creative and just as capable as any of us. Totally. Whether I'm a boy or a girl, young or old. Right. So. Well, I don't, it's like you have the upper hand and access to an extent, right? Mm-hmm. But also I feel like people. Remembered. Yeah. People will remember you yeah. always. Mm-hmm. That's so easy to, I don't know, because us dudes all look the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the stage managers at Rolling Loud are the same every time. Yeah. It's that chick. Right. You know what I mean? So as long as I don't really look that much different, it's like, oh, yeah, see, I saw you last year. I saw you the year before. Yeah. Versus every other guy with the clout pants on. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Yeah. I, oh, my God. <laughs> Is it like, do you feel like, um, I don't know, does it does it ever seem like it's hard to book a job at, like before people know you or mm-hmm. allow you access into certain things, mm-hmm. do you feel like it's more difficult to get recognition? I think we have to prove ourselves a little bit more. Because you, you walk on set or, or, like you said, even before set, you just have to really kind of be like, hey, this is what I do and I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. As far as they might take the male director a little bit more seriously. So when we get the job and we do well, it's just like proving yourself. And there's always that little bit of adrenaline. Right. But I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay. So. But I think that little bit of like yeah. me feeling like I have to prove something is really good for me because I'm always on on like a little bit of edge or trying to do well or trying to like just be my best. Well, and you don't want to get like too comfortable. Like if yeah, anybody never, gets never, too never, comfortable, never. they're yeah. never pushing it. Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, you, you, you know, you go and do Warp Tour, mm-hmm. which got done when? <clears throat> uh, I was seven weeks in 2018. So 2018. it ended in late August. And what did you do after that? Um by then seven weeks with a band you're pretty comfortable so we went on i think like a europe tour and then a usa tour and we did Fall Out boy which is where i met wozy because oh, it was mgk and Fall Out boy yeah, yeah. Um, i was wondering because i saw you had a bunch of photos of um young blood and mm-hmm. all of them when we yeah. just did all of his videos yeah oh crazy yeah that's, that's crazy yay i love him he's i mean he is motherfuckers got expression superstar yeah uh because warp tour he was playing to 500 people really and watching him i just knew like you're it yeah and he's gonna be it he's great right so yeah um yeah i don't know so did you do that tour you were on that whole tour uh well he was on oh we know state champs did two three weeks two oh, weeks okay, maybe cool. right yeah they had different openers yeah. so they were just like the middle midwest openers right yeah yeah so when you're on a tour like that what uh to you like what's kind of your day-to-day like um and also how do you shoot everyone else do you try to shoot mgk and all them and yeah so i had um a plug at interscope so i hit him up and was like hey i'm happen to be on tour with mgk right now and he's like yeah shoot it send me the stuff and i think he plugged me with the road manager and i was able to set up portraits with mgk that's dope and it was right after the eminem stuff oh shit so it was like a really heavy time for everyone Yeah, yeah, yeah and there's a conversation being a female where we just talked like I went in there and was like hey like how are you first and then let the walls down took some photos and now you know what I mean yeah know who each other are when we see each other which is really nice right he's a good dude I feel like yeah if you get to meet him I think a lot it's interesting to see like who's a fan of him and who's not Mm -hmm. just because you know he's traveled as far as his career he's like mm-hmm. done a huge arc of to his music mm-hmm. and everything but he's so musical he's it's insane people who try to knock him bro shut the fuck up he's i know so 
So smart. I I remember so watching musical. his like him blowing up on blogs at South by Southwest back in the day, mm-hmm. and it was just like him. At, it wasn't even a show. It was like mm. some outside and he was just like climbing some shit and performing mm. and yeah. rapping his ass yeah. off. And I was like, oh fuck, what is this? He can spit. It's crazy. And play instruments and yeah. make music and he cares. And right. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you feel like there's a weird stigma with like shooting other people's artists? Do you ever run into that? No. Because like I'm not never... trying to take anyone's job. Right. And and the thing is, if if you're worried about me taking your job, you're not working hard enough. Right. Like Jordan is great and yeah. he knows he has that and mm-hmm. he knows how much their relationship means. So it's just like, no, like I'm bringing a different eye to it and I'm really proud of my work and I just want to do this. So I'm right. going to do it. Yeah. Obviously like there's the permissions. Like I had met Jordan at Rolling Loud when MGK played. So we had that little bit of visual like, Oh, I've seen you before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, right. See you in the pit. Right. It, it becomes fun. Yeah. So as long as you like keep your guard down and right. same thing with Fall Boys photographer, I've known him for a while, so I was like, hey, can I shoot Fallout Boy? Like, what parts of the set are not good, yeah, or where yeah, should yeah. I stand, stuff like that. Right. But yeah, I'm, I don't know. I, I love, like, I, I feel like people can get, like, stale, so having a new person to shoot just feels great. Right. So if I go shoot MGK and then my guys, it's like, oh, yeah, like, they're so different. It makes me excited yeah. each time. Right. So, yeah. And it brings, you know, it challenges you. Of course. It cha- you know, because I'm walking into tour three weeks in and I don't know the production I'm like you gotta make it work right and in an arena you gotta run up the stairs and go to the like viewing boxes and miss yeah. the fire and you're like oh no or when they go sh- down the catwalk you're like I'm over the wrong spot yeah, I know you <laughs> yeah. have to like really dial in the show yeah 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 it's yeah. I always think it's interesting because I think there's people that um like you just said, you would go up and be like, hey, how do I, is it cool if I do yeah. this? Or, and you know, you were asking before you do it. And I think a lot of people get, some some people are like very particular about, mm. like they're afraid, right? They're afraid to let someone shoot their artist because they're like terrified. No. That it's like, but that, do it, man. it's the wrong. Or if they're crazy good, like that inspires me. Like I, people will DM me, can I get a pass to champs or whatever? And I usually try to make it happen yeah. because what if they bring something that I've never seen before, or like an angle or just, you get so washed up in the pit and you're just or they like, become your homie yeah, like, and then yeah, you get yeah. to hire them later for something or whatever yeah, yeah so it's yeah great. I did that a lot on uh, Schoolboy Q's thing it was mm-hmm. like so fun just to be able to find yeah the kids that were like man I, yeah you know they still message yeah, me yeah, like yeah. it's been years it's yeah. been like three years since that shit happened that's so tight on the last tour we did it was called Sad Summer yeah um, just like Mayday Parade the main kind of stuff yeah um, Champs was on it too we did like an intern for some of the bigger cities where cause obviously there was those three bands so there was three photographers and we just brought a kid in who like threw an Instagram contest and like sat down with them talked about it and then oh, like, let dope. them shoot yeah cause think about never being on stage before we just were like yo let's show them how to be on stage where to stand love that how not to get in people's way hey this is the guitar tech he's doing changes don't be, fucking get yeah. in his way yeah cause like I was there where you're like tripping on shit yeah and you gotta learn so just stuff like that you that's get, fucking cool yeah it's cool yeah that's yeah. dope so yeah. what was the kid like very new to it um there was different levels there was like oh there's multiple interns yeah yeah we did well per city kind of thing yeah, shit yeah. you did every show no we did like a the, few we did the smaller shows that weren't like super crazy so like New York City we yeah, for yeah, sure yeah. didn't do it right but we were like oh Milwaukee yeah let's yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I think we did Minneapolis that's cool yeah yeah but it was just really cool cause like that inspires me too to see this 
16 year old gunning for your job basically and you're like oh, i gotta do better <laughs> but but it's also like yeah. you you have an opportunity to yeah. be um what's the dude's name mike from or what's his name matt from live nation matt Sarrell. matt yeah, yeah you get a chance to be matt yeah, again yeah, yeah. you know what yeah. i mean like or like i remember one moment with one of the females who came out she was the intern um just kind of showing her oh we're gonna shoot before the set you've got maybe like three minutes they're putting their ears on stuff like that just go for it like they're comfortable i introduced you guys like get in there right or tap derek on the shoulder lead singer and just be like hey can i take a portrait yeah right direction and stuff like that because if you just get the shot of them like right like no like chin up yeah right or like sit down Mm -hmm. here yeah just that kind of stuff that they might be too scared to do that you can be like this is okay you are a photographer do I it. gave you the green yeah. light. Go yeah. have fun. And give yourself the green light. Like right. if you come up to an artist like sheepish. Yeah. Like, can you do this? Like, no, like turn your head, go in this corner right. like this. It's just, you're going to get the better shot than just like the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah. super true. Yeah. Yeah. Cause sometimes they don't even know you're back. You know what I mean? They're, they're so used to having a camera on them that of course, they can't even yeah. like focus and they on. they like it too. Yeah, they do. Most of the time. What do you feel like is, is your, your favorite moment from your career so far? Like what is, what is like the thing you're most proud of at this point? Whoa. That probably changes every day. I don't know. I'm sure it does. Oh gosh. I don't know. It was like a proud mom moment when State Champs was on Fall Out Boy. I remember like the first night. Yeah, because first night um, they have like a ballad halfway through the set. Okay. And the whole audience, they put all their camera lights up and just like being like getting that shot of the auditorium with all the lights so cool and they're like a smaller band yeah so to see that that was like a proud mom moment to just be with them on that journey because mm. then we go back to the green room we're all like that oh was God, fucking mom. crazy yeah. and it's like i'm like you know what i mean they're like mom on tour yeah. like, oh my God, my babies <laughs> but like more personally i don't know probably just existing in la mm-hmm. like it's a tough place yep. and i haven't like i told you found that or been in that position where i'm like struggling yet right so i'm like i'm doing something right You're i don't definitely know doing something right. i don't know what i'm doing right but i'm here and i'm eating food right. and paying rent yeah god bless so it, yeah. it's definitely like um humbling when you're able to handle your shit and you know keep the ball rolling and stay mm-hmm. focused on like what the angle yeah. is you know and those little things that i'm talking about like rolling loud was this weekend then the tour starts tomorrow when did when in the world does that happen where like it's not hey TM I can't make the LA show right. it's like working out and then I get home right in time for a few days off and then into another tour get back for Thanksgiving so I can see my family like things line up for me in like a weird ass way where I can still like keep balance so sick and do this today right. like I had hours yeah she's like I'm gonna land at 2.30 and I was like shit let's let's run it alright if you're send down it. to come here let's send yeah, it yeah, I'm yeah, down yeah. that'll yeah. be sick but if you don't take those jumps then like what are you doing that's you a just good you just gotta do it. Yeah, like say yes. Big facts. I don't know. What are, what is like a you know like a long term goal for you as far as like there, you know your yeah. photography? I know you said you want to get more into shooting video. Mm-hmm. Maybe is that like you know well, how long term? Because I have like my life answer. Or I have what's like, your life answer? Um, I have a friend Bobby who's really awesome. Okay, and he has, in my opinion, the definition of balance, where he has a family. And he has his career and he lives in LA. And that for me is like end goal Hmm. is like be able to balance your relationships and your career and success Yeah, and not be sad. Right. So he, he's like my definition of my goal, whether that's a business that's mine or continuing. But I'd say like, I don't know where things are going to take me. You never know. Yeah. I I, I don't want to pigeonhole myself. 
Mm. But like little things, I'd love to do creative direction. Right. I, I see sometimes feel like I see the bigger picture, especially with like social media management and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, who knows where it's going to go? Do you suggest like social media um, suggestions to artists that you're working with? Like, yeah, oh, this kind of thing would perform really well in this. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Or just like understanding the analytics. Like that goes back to that to the job I had for two years. Just being like, okay, what's our market? What's working? Right. Stuff like that. There's do, you, do you cater your content that you're making on tour according to that? Or I like try with to. the artists? It's it's random nowadays because Instagram's fucking it all up. Yeah. But if you if something works, it's fun to try to figure out like what's gonna perform, when it's gonna perform. Right. So No, I yeah. love that shit. Yeah, yeah. But short term, long term, I don't know. There's a lot. Yeah. Right now I'm like riding the wave and just trying to like keep learning and keep making stuff. Right. Yeah. What are you shooting on? Um, I have an A7R2 right now. Do you like it? I love it, yeah. I yeah. definitely want to keep going Sony and get better ones. But, um, yeah, I still love Canon. I still have a Mark III, too. But yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. It's just sitting there collecting dust. I never use it's it so anymore. Good, do you shoot on it still? Yeah. You shoot on that plus I, the Sony? Yeah, I, I, I usually do both of them, which people are like, oh. It's like it, it like makes your brain stronger to have both. I love I, I think it makes life way easier. You yeah. don't have to have like be switching lenses yeah. during a show. Yeah, of course, yeah. And I, I have the Metabones mount, so I just put my Canon lenses on the Sony. Right. But I'm definitely going to stick with that because Canon brings something different. Mm. And there's days where Sony just gets stale. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to full send my Canon. And I I did that in, I was recently in Japan. I think I shot mostly Canon in Japan. Wow. And I was like, damn, this is why. It's so good. Because the colors are fucking fire. Yeah. Yeah. Colors, colors the, are fire. Yeah. And the profiles. It, it uses my Canon lenses way better than my Sony will. I well, don't have yeah. Sony lenses yet. Yeah. So. You got it. That's, that was a hard part for me was switching all over. Bro. You have to get rid of all your Canon shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or keep both. Yeah. It's expensive as fuck. Yeah. Uh-uh. Hate the, that. Me having Sony lenses native, mm. shit is fucking fire. I just rented that for Rolling Loud. I rented Sony lenses and obviously awesome, but. But it's also weird to get used to because it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't act the way no. Canon lenses act. You're like, is it in focus? Right. And it it's is. And tell. the screen sucks. You're like, oh, right. you can't really see. Maybe. Yeah. And you look no. at the raw and it's sharp as fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the camera's crazy Yeah, yeah, yeah. Low uh, light, basically. Wh- wh- That's why wh- I got it. What's like your top three goals whenever you approach a show? Like what are three things that you try to always accomplish? Um, keep moving. Keep yes. moving. Uh, I, I shoot... People ask why I shoot only primes. I don't have a 24 7 or anything no? like that. No. Um, and I think it's because the prime forces me to move. Yeah. 24 7, you're like, okay, zoom in on the face. Right. So for now, I have to switch bodies or move yeah. to get that shot. So definitely just keep moving. Like, even if I'm tired or I'm sweaty or whatever, just go in the crowd or figure something out and just just keep getting those weird shots and finding the light what are the what are like your common show lenses do you, you um, don't have a 70 200 or nothing no, what's no. your longest lens 50 shit crop sensor on the sony brings it to what like right. 60 yeah. 70 so yeah yeah sometimes i like there's some shots where i've rented one yeah but i don't have one yet so most of the time you're on a 50 yeah mm-hmm. wow yeah yeah uh, there's something special about the 50 though that you can't get Super from 70 nice. to 200 it's incredible like ah, there's so many times I try to convince myself I need one but I don't think I do if I went I'd probably go get like a 135 or an 85 mm-hmm. um, yeah I feel like 24 if you were doing more and more video like a lot more video like you're gonna run into it on hoodies thing where yeah. it's just easier to yeah. use it yeah like I, I had like an 85 yeah. on, on Q's tour and like right away I was so fucked because yeah you can't shoot video on that no thing. I yeah. had like a 2470 Tamron and it broke mm-hmm. and it was like right before tour and I couldn't afford to get another one yeah. and so I like put it on the credit card after like mm. three shows I was like he you're filming them and they're like talking to the camera and then he's like getting, 
getting way close to your lens and yeah. getting out of focus and shit. Yeah. I'm like, it's a fucking 85. I need yeah. you to back up. Like, this shit looks... Uh. But that's where 35 is a sweet spot for me. Looks Didn't really have nice. one. So good. Sigma R35. Yeah. Clutch. Yum. So good. So cheap. 800 bucks. Let's go. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I fuck with Sigma. Yeah. Sigma's great. And they have a like a 14 that's really nice, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love playing with lenses too, though. Yeah. Like, I'll just go out on a limb and rent like a fisheye or something. Just yeah. to, like see what it does. What yeah. do you use to rent your gear? Barrellenses.com. Sponsor me. Right. <laughs> do you ever use ShareGrid? Have you ever used ShareGrid? Oh, it scares me. No. Really? Yeah. I know my friends use it a lot. I personally would never list my stuff. Because you got to think, like a show, like I get cameras on both hips. I'm like running through the crowd, yeah. sweating. Like no, I wouldn't like... want to treat someone else's gear like that. Like a lens, like a house, like a rental house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Buck, fuck your shit up. up. But right. some kid who like giving me their 24 to 70 for 20 bucks. Like. Yeah, but they also got insurance. Like that's know. the whole point. You're supposed to put insurance. Yeah. We had yeah. the, we had the, um. The founder of ShareGrid Whoa, come on here. Cool. It was super yeah. cool to hear like yeah. his perspective of like just yeah. needing gear and for sure. But it saved like my ass a few times for yeah. sure. But yeah. I understand because yeah. you don't. Yeah. Some people are brutal with gear. Well, they don't give a yeah. fuck. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. But you you put work. I don't know. I also talk. like since like I have the lenses I have, I don't want to like keep renting stuff I don't own because yeah. I just need to like, use what I have. Right. And when I can afford the crazy glass, I'll get it. Right. Make it work. Okay, so. We'll wrap up on this. Do you, when you, t- like touring or, yeah, let's talk about touring. Mm-hmm. What is it like your <clears> average <throat> day like touring? You got, you're sleeping in the bus, you mm-hmm. get up, you know, you have to deal with the day-to-day stuff. What's like your day look like on tour? Um, the band hates this, but sometimes I edit in the morning. Why do they hate that? Just because Dropbox should be already up. Oh, but right. I, I like to look at it again. Because when I'm really tired, I feel like my colors get sloppy. Right. Or just my edit gets sloppy. So I like to look at it again and upload. Right. Um, I usually just try to get off the bus, whether that's coffee or thrifting. I really like going thrifting in cities. Yeah. Or just checking the venue out, seeing friends. You know what I mean? Going to the gym if I have time. And then we do a thing usually called social hour where I try to talk to the TM and get everyone together for an hour where I can shoot. Whether it's like them walking to a coffee shop or being in the green room just where the whole band is together oh like, i thought you were talking about like the tour manager oh no no, no, no. i'm like they <laughs> let you take them out for an hour no, and no, shoot no, them no, going no. To- the band yeah. or whoever i'm with i try to like make a dedicated hour for like content yeah like forcibly because every city's so beautiful right so like let's go in pittsburgh and like or let's go to like get philly cheesesteaks in philly yeah and, it's a great idea and it's like corny but they want it and just push yeah. people to shoot and right obviously hang out in the green room always something on me usually try to shoot a lot of film but yeah i don't know what's like your best piece of advice you give to a photographer that to to allow the subject to become comfortable with you Mm. like if you were if you were like we have to shoot right now Mm -hmm. and you we don't know each other that well Mm -hmm. how do you get them to be comfortable first of all i tell them i talk a lot because i i like direct a lot yeah and usually 99 percent of the time they say that's great because I need the direction. Right. So I just direct. Whether I'm not confident with it, like if you can tell they're a little uptight, just that, keep doing it. And, yeah. and it's the moments in between that I really like. So I'll explain, hey, you're gonna walk or you're gonna turn your head or you're gonna do this movement and I'm gonna keep shooting. So just do it till it feels right. Right. Like if we're doing like that fake walking shot. Yeah. Or you are walking, just like walk with me. Right. And I, I don't need you to think about it any more than that. But yeah. Being comfortable, yeah. I think I think it's more like how you come off. Like if I'm nervous, mm-hmm. they're gonna feel that. But if I'm confident, then and I know what I want, then it's easier. Or if something's not working, just be like, hey, 
let's like walk around the corner and find another spot. Right. Or like, let's give it a break. Or how are you? Just being more human with it. Right. Because getting your photo taken is awkward, no matter how big of a person you are. Right. So. Especially when you're like, you ha- all right, smile. And they smile. Oh. And your focus is fucked. And you're yeah. like, And I'm on. honest, too. Yeah. Hang I'm on. like, hey, give me a second. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll explain like what I'm doing or why. Right. Yeah. Just being transparent the whole time. Do you, when you got that shot of Lil Nas X mm-hmm. at, um, Soundset. that you had, at, yeah. it was that Soundset? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. How'd that go about? Cause um, the shot, the shot looks clean and I'm glad that that was like one that you used for the mm-hmm. revolt thing. Um, right before stage. So he was a special guest. Lil Uzi had canceled. So they mm-hmm. filled the set with him and DaBaby, I think. Something last like minute. That. Yeah. Hello. Last minute. Shit. Crazy. How do you get Lil Nas X now, last minute? That's Dude, especially, that was in May. So that was like, his boom right, season. yo. Damn. But it's it's Rhyme Sayers. They got it. They got those plugs. I, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it was right before stage and he didn't have that. I always try to like, I guess here's a tip, but see where their security are. You don't want to like run up and be like, oh, let me shoot you. Like make eyes with security. Kind of be like, I'm going to do this. I have a camera in hand. Go up. I think I might have asked security if I could do it. Yeah. And then they were like, yo, bro, you can take a photo. And then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a photo. Yeah, I'm going to take a photo. And so I think I posed him a tiny bit. I took one where whatever position he wanted to do, which is usually this one. Right. And I was like, hey, like, keep switching it up and took a few more and just like took the shot. Just right before stage, he went on maybe like 40 seconds after. And that's clutch. Yeah. 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 Did great. you get it to him? Did he post it? Um, I had like everyone on Instagram tag him. Don't know if he saw it. Who knows? But motherfucker is famous. I know, and he's a nice famous. guy. Yeah, I'm and sure that's he's the nice. thing. In, in that situation, you could tell he's cool with it. Right. He's had it so much, and maybe he likes it. Right. Some artists, they're just like they don't want it. Right. And then that's when you know, even though Instagram might want that photo of trippy red, trippy doesn't want that photo of trippy red. Just like let it sit. Right. It's fine. You don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. But. I I think that that's something too that became like a hack for mm. uh photographers was and i noticed that on q's tour a lot was like people would come and they'd have a polaroid or whatever mm. but can i get a portrait and i think everyone feels comfortable giving a portrait because mm. it feels like when we were kids like mm. you had a you know your, your mom or whatever like let me take a photo of you guys just mm. stand up together mm. and you just post up and do a little mm-hmm. photo mm-hmm. portraits feel comfortable it's like the same thing with dad cams now yeah it's like everyone's using them because it feels like home video yeah and it makes it that's easier dope. that's a great you way know what i'm saying about it. yeah I feel like it just adds a relaxedness to it. And yeah. I saw it being very common. And I, I remember in, I, I, when I moved here, I, I was at like a, some NBA thing. I don't remember what the fuck it was, but it was like a celebrity basketball thing or whatever. And Travis Barker was there mm-hmm. and he like walked by me and I was like so nervous mm-hmm. because I was like, so cool. yeah, I want to yeah. shoot. I'm just going to ask yeah. him. Fuck yeah, it. of course. And he was mad cool about it. He's of like, course. yep, sure. Post yeah. it up, shot it. Yeah. Now, and then like years later, then he followed me randomly. And so I, cool. But he's not, he's never that. seen the photo. Oh, I don't okay. think. He just followed me. I don't know off some shit. I should, right? Yeah, yeah. Random, but it was crazy. It's it's like having the courage to ask, but Mm -hmm. I feel like you and just read the situation, right? And most people, yeah, as long as they're not walking up to him when they're at dinner or some shit. Can I get a fucking shot of your mouth with all the food in it? If it's before stage, like if they're like putting their ears in and stressed, don't do it. Yeah, like I just took the photo Rico Nasty that I posted, and that was right before stage. And it wasn't a time that was stressful. Mm. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, she goes on at 55, it's 51. Right. I do have 30 seconds for this. Yeah. Make eyes with security, talk to her really quick, shoot it, done. She's comfortable already. Like, sometimes yeah, people be stressing. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, you can tell. Like, if yeah. She, yeah, and I don't know. 
just gonna be mindful. They're people. They're, That's great. They're a celebrity, but they're not. They're just a person. Right. About to perform in front of fucking twenty five thousand people. Chill. Yeah. You don't need the shot. <laughs> right, right, right. Just relax. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that this is fun. Thank you for doing this. Oh, I feel wait, like. Can I ask you a question? What? <laughs> well, no. Like you always ask people questions. I'll give you permission after you ask it. Okay. All right. Ready? <laughs> not yet. So you can ask me questions. <laughs> on tour, how do you? I don't know. Keep your mental health in check because it's such a stressful, sometimes brutal thing. Right. And missing your girlfriend, missing your family. Yeah. I don't know how how much you get to see them, but for me, it's been a struggle trying to get into like life totally. on tour and coming back and seeing the four friends that have been begging you to see them, and you're exhausted and all that. Like how? Um, it, it's there's not a real. I feel like there's never a really good answer. Like mm-hmm. I, as much as I'm like, oh, on this tour, I'm going to be able to be connected to everyone. It's like. I think the hardest part or the, the best move I could ever make is trying to explain the job as best as I can so it makes sense to the people that you love mm-hmm. so they understand why you're not being in touch with them. Mm-hmm. Because as much as you want to hop out and make a phone call while you're fucking in Germany and it's, you know, 10, 11 p.m. at mm-hmm. night and your dad went to bed or something. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like I can't make a call because it's like com- uh, convenient yeah. for me or when you try to schedule a call. Like I try to not make promises I wouldn't make. Mm-hmm because it was just it's just tough it's yeah. just like you're on the road so much but mm-hmm. if if there's times if i can continue to do this you know what i mean like continue to tour and should i always want to like try to set more times available to it or try to create more times where i can come home mm. or or see them like yeah. my family on all my tours and everything and since i've lived in la like I, they never ever came out here they just came out here the first time not too long ago Sick. which was fun but like on tour it was cool because it's like I'm shooting Beyonce and Jay-Z and mm-hmm. it's the biggest tour of my life. It's crazy. Biggest tour ever. And they came, yeah? And they got to come, but it was so like crazy. all of them came to different shows. So Amazing. it was like they all got their own experience. Yeah. My parents had the coolest one because I like got to bring them under the stage Stop. and show them how all the shit was. Yeah, it was super Dude, cool. your mom was probably like crying. Oh, she was tripping oh, out. Oh my gosh, that's they, so crazy. They made like custom shirts and shit. <gasps> Still. Yep, pretty tight. So cool. But I feel like it's just, it's the balance and trying to figure it out. But mm-hmm. honestly, it's uh, above that, it's like keeping your shit in check. Like mm-hmm. you talked about going to the gym. I didn't on the first tour I did I like gained like 30 pounds mm. ate a bunch of garbage mm-hmm. constant show Didn't gets done sleep. work yeah. work work wake up work 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 never see a city because the shows mm. are just bop 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 yeah. but on B's tour it's like we we had more time so yep. it was cool but we still worked ourselves Word. as hard as we could yeah. but I don't know you just have to find like whatever it is that can give you like a break from it Yeah, maybe and I think that's what I've become more comfortable with is like I'll, I'll I'll leave site or leave the bus or leave the group and know it's okay. Like, yeah. if you need 30 minutes to yourself, Go do, do it. it, man. Because you're doing all that work and you're not taking the time for yourself, it's going to catch up to you. And you feel kind of on edge because you're always on call. And they're like, yeah. hey, oh, you missed out on good content. And I always felt like I was going to lose my job for that. But oh, eventually yeah. I'm like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. I got so much good content. Yeah. Like, you guys. Yeah. Or if you're shooting not in the right mindset, even though it's a time for good content, it's not going to be good content. Right. So, yeah. Give yourself time to, re- I guess, center yourself. I think it's also making that, <clears throat> like, uh, upfront, like, setting that bar for mm-hmm. who you're working with. Yeah. Like, it, you, you're working with the tour managers and yep. talking to them and like making it a statement like yo i need i just need an hour don't fucking mm-hmm. call me like let me be yeah like if they get mad at me for going to the gym they wouldn't because you need that yeah yeah most people i think uh, there's got to be some sort of like a uh, illegal like work thing right there. like if you don't let them exercise <laughs> right? or some yeah. shit like yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah. no nah, yeah i don't know let's oh, say yeah. it's interesting as fuck huh yeah yeah it's important i think right yeah because like you were saying before it's all bright lights to the outside but 
for us is hard work. It's just a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's yeah. a good one to end it on. Thanks for asking the best question. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> um, cool. Well, shit. I, I was going to, we have a, like a community that gets asked questions, but I didn't ask question. I didn't tell them you were coming in time. It's totally okay. So I didn't get to ask anything. So sorry about that, guys. Um, but I always let my guests pick mm-hmm. a hashtag, okay? So I'm going to tell them to go to your Instagram. Oh, gosh. Which is at, uh, what is it again? Baith. Baith. Yeah. At first, I was like, there's no way that's her name. No, it's not. What's, but What is Baith? Um, my name's Beth. Yes. Uh, Instagram used to be InstaBeth. Then it became InstaBaith when Bay came out. Everyone was saying <laughs> Bay. I don't. I think it was a joke. It was totally like, you almost changed my name to right, InstaBay. Right. Yeah. And then it just, it's a sick name, Baith. Yeah, it is tight. And now people will come up in the pit, are you Baith? And I like it. Like, might become something that I can brand someday. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, and I, it's no more the Bay thing. It's just like, you don't need to know my real name. It's just right. Baith. Like yeah. even on Facebook, it's Baith. Is it? Yeah, because it's just like protecting like my own right, right. family and stuff like that, and keeping things separate. Well, sorry yeah. for saying your full name at the beginning. Of the no, show. it's totally fine. My website's still BethRabbit.com. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> need to change. So that. it's kind of working. Yeah. Do you know Cash Bunny? Have you heard of her? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to look at her content. She's crazy. Right. She was just on here not too long ago, but yeah. she she would go by Cash Bunny and like to the point where she just tells everyone to call her Cash now and yeah, like, doesn't dope. want her real name out Hell there yeah. and shit. Yeah. It's cool. That's why we like fucking people like Marshmallow and Dead Mouse Yo, and all these like artists up. that are like yeah. hidden. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, shit. So I'm gonna tell everyone to go to your Instagram. Right? They're gonna Sick. tag me at Ben Rovers World if you don't know yet. Tag. They're gonna put this hashtag that okay. you're about to tell us, so that way you and I both know that they listen to this entire interview all the way through. Okay. And it can be whatever the fuck you want it to be. Oh, gosh, I have to be creative on the on the spot, right? Yeah, I'm just thinking, guys. What's on <laughs> your What's on your palm? 1990. 1993. Something? Birthday. It's when I was born. There we go. Yep, and a rose on this one, and f stop on this one. Ooh, that's hard. Um. Oh my gosh. Anything you want. It's gonna be lame. If we've had some some of those because <laughs> um, they're gonna spell bath wrong so I'm trying to think of something where they, they don't you can spell it out because they're listening oh okay true um, I don't know I'm just gonna do don't make it some shit that's like that yeah. normal people would just hashtag anyway oh I know right? can't be like photographer I don't know man this is hard I'm slacking right now Maybe. hang with us guys she's coming up with it right now it's gonna be lame like bath and Ben or something right I don't know. Sold. Baith That's and it. Ben. It's Baith like we're ben. getting married, yep. but we're not. Baith and Ben. B-A-E-T-H and Ben, B-E-N. Thank you for spelling my name right. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this was good. Thank you for doing this. I know you're busy as fuck and you got to dip out tomorrow. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm just sitting here. Oh, okay. But I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, good luck on the Thanks tour. Thanks for the coffee. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It was good. I, I sorry do, it's not tea. Yeah, because I think it's still espresso, right? I don't know what the fuck. I've never had that shit. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It was good. I yeah. just drank my shit. Oh, ooh. Like a ooh. weirdo. Yeah, like my mom, Yeah, to be honest. Um, people find you on Instagram. <laughs> yep. You have a website. Bethsarava.com. And uh, is there anything else you want them to know about you? Um, I don't know. Be happy. Like me. Agreed. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Yeah. Great to meet you. You too. Cool. Wow. That's it for episode 128 with Baith. If you guys want to ask our guest questions, you surely can by joining us on Patreon, patreon.com slash cream to get access to the Q&A experience. If you ever had a question, you see any of the upcoming guests that we're going to have on the podcast, which we alert you in the Discord channel, um, you can ask our guests questions by joining us on Patreon. So do that and uh, make sure to follow Baith on her socials and uh, support what she's doing. She's great. And I think... 
I think that was it. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify or whatever, subscribe there as well and leave us a review. We would appreciate that shit. Next week, we have Andrew Hales. He is a YouTuber with like 300 million views. He crushed it doing prank videos early on and then segued into creating his own uh, channel where he's... um, or not his channel. He has the same channel, but he's turned it into this really interesting podcast. Uh, It's very interesting. So definitely check out his channel and get ready for that interview next week. All right, cool. See you motherfuckers Wednesdays and Sundays. Peace.